1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 12, through the end of the book. Now concerning our brother Apollos, I strongly urged him to visit you with the other brothers. But it was not at all his will to come now. He will come when he has the opportunity. Be watchful. Stand firm in the faith. Act like men. Be strong. Let all that you do be done in love. Now I urge you, brothers, you know that the household of Stephanus were the first converts in Achaia, and that they have devoted themselves to the service of the saints. Be subject to such as these, and to every fellow worker and laborer. I rejoice at the coming of Stephanus and Fortunatus and Achaicus, because they made up for your absence. For they refresh my spirit as well as yours. Give recognition to such people. The churches of Asia send you greetings, Aquila and Prisca, together with the church in their house, send you hearty greetings in the Lord. And the brothers send you greetings. Greet one another with a holy kiss. I, Paul, write this greeting with my own hand. If anyone who has no love for the Lord, let him be accursed. (laughs) Our Lord, come. The grace of the Lord, the Lord Jesus, be with you. May love be with you all in Christ Jesus. Amen. Thanks. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. (laughs) The other day I chopped uh, the bit again. You know what, Will? I am really honored to i mean i've i've enjoyed this whole first corinthians um i've i've just been a listener not a participant hey i've only you are a participant i've only thus listened to the first corinthians on our daily rhythm and yet here i am the honor of (laughs) taking it home i uh i'm humbled i am i i'm humbled to have the final reading of first corinthians um Really amazing passage. A couple of things I want to draw out of this. You and I were having a good conversation the other day, though, via text message. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm I'm a millennial, so I you know have conversations with my friends via text message. Upper sometimes. millennial, I it, might add. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but um, we were talking about serving the church in love yeah. and and like the calling of love, and um, you know, I mean, Will and I'll be honest right here on our daily rhythm. You know. Best place to be honest. Yeah, I mean it is, and and so here here's the deal. I mean here's the truth. Like I want to serve the church because I love God, because I love the people. There are times, obviously, where you know I love the Ray Ortland. He says, you know, sin were the color blue, even my most saintly prayer would have a little shade of blue in it. You know, there's always kind of a self motivation. There's always a wrong motivation. There's always a a focus on something maybe other than the Lord. Um, even in our best Christian service. And so, um, you know, I, we were talking about that. And, and, you know, sometimes when we serve, like, you know, we're like, I hope these people think I'm cool or, uh, you know, I hope this comes out well. Or, But there's sometimes that you serve and you just are like, I am serving right now because I love these people. Mm-hmm. And it's pure. And again, it's not that you know, every time you serve, there's love, but sometimes it gets mixed in with other yeah. sin. Like sometimes you know your heart is more pure. It can be like so taxing that there's no other reason that you. That's would right. Be doing That's it. right. I mean, I yeah. mean, I'll, can we, well, let me just speak plainly. I mean, sometimes we talk about like the five o'clock service. Like it's a busy day. You the know, premier service of Christ. Coming. I love that service, and and I actually feel like like all of those like you know the eleven o'clock service is really big, a big crowd of these people come back. I mean, there's all these like 
you know, potentially impure thoughts, like mixed in with holy thoughts and worshipful thoughts. I mean, this is the Christian life, right? Like, mm. and loving thoughts. But like, it's like we were just talking about like the 5 p.m. service, like, I am there because I love these people. Like it's the smallest crowd. We've already done this twice, but like I, I get there and I see, you know, I'm not going to mention names, but I see so-and-so walk in and I see so-and-so walk in and I'm like, man, I, I want to minister the word of God to that guy and to that gate and to that gal and to yep. this person and that person. Yep. Like, and so it's a fun service because it just feels like the most pure in a sense. I, I, I bring all that up to say, I love the end here. And it's like, oh man, Paul, like actually, you know, with all that he's said, with all the correction that he's given, with as messed up as they were, I I, I feel this love that he has um for these for these Corinthians and 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 the love that they share in Christ. Uh you know, he even kind of ends, I mean, he ends with this beautiful, my love be with you all in Christ. Like I love you in Christ. But right before that, he says, if you don't have love for the Lord, you're cursed. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. That's what Paul's dance all I, through the book. I'm That's not awesome. really writing to you, but yeah. <laughs> uh, but if you are in Christ, you have all of my love. And and I just, there's a lot of love in this uh, chapter. So that's one thing I want to say. And then, and then or this section. The other thing I wanted to say, and I'd love to hear your thoughts, but, you know, it's almost like, oh, can you say this? Like. Verse 13, you know, he's giving this like hearty charge, particularly, I think, to the men of the church. I mean, obviously to the men of the church. And he's saying, be watchful, stand firm in the faith, act like men, you know, be a man. It's like, can you say that anymore? Yeah. Um, But yes, you know, he's saying like, you are a man. There's a responsibility that comes in this masculinity. Do not be weak. Do not uh, be self-centered. You know, don't. Don't fall into sin, right? Be watchful, um, and but then and but then after he kind of gives this like you know Nick Saban halftime speech talk, come on, he says, "Let all that you do be done in love." Yeah, um, and so again, it's just like you said, it's so balanced, it's so loving, it's so right, it's so energizing. Um, yeah, what are your thoughts? You know, and this kind of dovetails like another conversation that we've had recently. Which, you know, I, I think like because of the age that I am, I see it a lot um, around me and, and just because of the age that the world is in. But there's like this, there's this, what I would say is at its core, like a good desire for uh, men who follow God to sort of like take up the mantle and act like men and be strong. And yet it kind of gets perverted and distorted mm-hmm. into just like this overzealous violence and like rage. And uh, there, there's like this like arrogance that can oh, begin to creep in. And I love that verse 14, let all that you be done, let all that you do be done in love comes right off of verse 13, act like men and be strong. That, that's not like an exception to acting like a man. That is how it is. That's to how act you act like, like a man. man. You you shepherd God's people. You stand in the zeal of the Lord in love for God and love for His people. Well, and that's you know I, one of the questions that I've started asking myself, and I, you know, certainly have not always behaved this way, and and probably more prominently in my youth didn't behave as much this way, but because I think that like zeal and energy and you know 
maybe it's just because like I'm getting old and I have less testosterone now or whatever it is. <laughs> but like, it's, I, I, I've been asking myself, like, am I doing this because I love this person? Yeah. And, you know, I, I had to actually have a hard conversation, you know, a couple of weeks ago and I, I was with another guy and we were about to have this hard conversation. And I said, I want the person at the end of the conversation, even though it might be hard for them to hear what we're about to say to them, I want them to feel like, oh, these people love me, yeah, you know, yeah. And, and that doesn't always happen. I mean, sometimes you bring a corrective word and it's done in love. It's done gently. And the person thinks you're a jerk, but, um, but yes, like I, I want them to always feel like these people or this Jason is doing this because he actually loves yeah. me. And, and obviously I want to be motivated by that. I mean, I can't, uh, that, that, that's hard to fake, you know, that, yeah. that, that has to be totally. genuine. That has to be done with an earnestness. Um, you know, so there's some interesting, you know, notes in there. Um, you know, just even like this charge to submit to these people that have been walking with the Lord faithfully for a long time. Um, you know, I love even, um, you know, I'm thinking just, you know, a lot, um, uh, yesterday, you know, we talked about, um, relational discipleship and just how important the body is, um, and I love how Paul just says, like, my my spirit was refreshed by these brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, one of the passages I cited in that sermon is that Bonhoeffer passage about, like, you know, sometimes the faith of your brother is stronger than yours. Like, the, the word of God in the mouth of your brother is stronger than the word of God in your heart. Like, you, you need your brother yeah. or sister to yeah. say, you know, something that's refreshing. And, and, you know, even Paul, I mean, here he is being refreshed by these brothers. Yeah. Any other thoughts you got? I I think just summarizing. You want to give a holy kiss thought? The, the holy kiss thought. You know, <laughs> me and Barrett had such a an amazing. Well, yeah, you already talked about this uh, time yeah. doing holy kiss a few months ago. That it's hard to top. But <laughs> the whole the whole journey of First Corinthians, having been there through it all, it. It's so challenging. Like there, there's you know a lot of really dense like questions that it brings up, which is good. But the the reminder here, that in a way that I think First Corinthians kind of represents the larger body of scripture, is that it doesn't all like immediately click, and it's not all immediately like what we want Paul to say. And yet, at the core of it all, you see hope of resurrection you see the face of jesus you see the love of god so clearly displayed and you know that is what enlivens us to to wrestle through and and to seek the spirit and comprehending the things that he lays in front of us so i love it it's a great concluding word yeah and uh, what a great study it's been we're we're off to different studies it's going to be a little more bouncy um tomorrow and days after Um, And so we'll see you then. But for Will Carlisle, I'm Jason Dees. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ's Covenant. And Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at Christcovenant.com. 
www.thepowerhouse.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for our daily rhythm.